everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through February 26th. We're back after taking a one-week break from our weekly episodes, but you wouldn't have noticed because we've dropped quite a few episodes in that one week uh, that we did not do a weekly episode. Yes, Gina and I have been really busy doing some interviews, so we have recorded a few more, and we have some more we're recording this week. So stay tuned for those. They should be coming out over the next few weeks as we head into the World Championships. Yeah, and we kicked off a new series. Um, We dropped two episodes in this new series. We're kind of talking with some of our fellow figure skating podcasters. And so we talked with Anna Keller. That was the first one. And then Luke Wang and Lindsay Wang dropped today, Monday, as we're recording this episode. We also dropped our interview with Vincent Zhou. We spoke with Vincent on the Court of Arbitration for Sport and the medal rulings that came out from the ISU. So we hope you enjoyed that one. It was great to get to chat with Vincent again about not just those decisions, but other things that are going on. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to our general skating news because we do have some news regarding the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Um, They published a media release today, February 26th, that they have received four appeals against the re-ranking announced by the ISU in relation to the 2022 Olympic figure skating team event. Canada has appealed and has asked the Court of Arbitration of Sport order the ISU to reallocate points and re-rank the figure skating team event results to award gold to the U.S., silver to Japan, and bronze to Canada. And that's what we we mentioned um, in our blog. We did post a blog when we didn't record our weekly episode, and uh, I did include that Canada had filed that appeal. Um, in three separate appeals, the Russian Olympic Committee, Figure Skating Federation of Russia, and the athletes who were part of the Russian Olympic Committee team event roster have asked that the Court of Arbitration of Sport order the ISU to re-rank the team event results to the original result. Of course, they would like to have the gold medal still. I found that interesting, Gina, because Camilla Valieva's name was included among the list of athletes who have filed the appeal. And I thought that was rather yeah. bizarre because her result was disqualified. We'll have to see. But all four Court of Arbitration of Sport arbitration procedures have just commenced. Given the early stage of the proceedings, no indication can be given as to when a hearing may take place, if any. So... Just keep you posted like we always do with everything going on regarding this. So more and more continues to come out about abuse in the sport. There are more reports that we will talk about in just a second. So maybe going forward, we will be including a small segment on updates to some of the safe sport topics and 
other information to make it available for skaters, parents, and the figure skating community. Of course, it came out this week that in Estonia, coach Anna Lavandi, who is former USSR single skater Anna Kondrashova, has been accused by several of her former skaters and or their families of abusive coaching methods, including spitting at students, throwing skates, humiliation by verbal abuse, disregarding injuries, and encouraging overtraining and weight loss methods. All of these allegations have been denied by Lavandi. Um, she has denied it. There have been several denials by athletes. Or an, Her son, of course, is Arlette Lavandi. She's also denied the accusations on Estonia's public TV broadcaster's eyewitness program, which is similar to our 60 Minutes. There are other articles that have come out in Estonia, um, and we will be posting information in our show notes about this case. In U.S. news, um, the skating lesson had an interview with attorney Randy Hood, who is currently representing four skaters and two parents who are suing Mark Cockerell and U.S. figure skating. Lise interviews him about the cases, safe sport, statutes of limitation, and the differences in civil and criminal litigation for these actions. I listened to this today, and I think it's important some of the things that Randy Hood pointed out in his dialogue on the skating lesson are things that parents should know if their child is involved in the figure skating community. Also, Hood's law firm has a contact page for potential victims of Mark Cockerell. We're going to link to that as, uh, as well as including the phone number that you can call. We also wanted to point out that U.S. figure skating has a skate safe section. There is also a USFS grievances page that includes banned and suspended persons list. And the U.S. Center for Safe Sports Centralized Disciplinary Database, you can search using the word figure skating, is on the U.S. Center for Safe Sport.org website. If you are from Canada, individuals suspended or expelled from Skate Canada, there is a document that lists all of that that was updated as of February 17th. Skate Canada also has a safe sport section of their website and we will also include a link for the Office of the Sport Integrity Commissioner, OSIC, which I believe was brought up in a case that is still ongoing. So those are just some of the resources that we have been able to find and will be including as part of our show notes for this episode. So let's move on, though, Gina, to a few other items of skating news that we have. Yeah, well, we're all getting ready for the World Championships in just a few weeks, I think three weeks away. Um, Daphne and I will be there. Um, and so Skate Canada announced some of the skaters that will be performing at the 2024 World Championship Gala. Um, Patrick Chan, Keegan Messing, Elaj Baldi, Le Supreme will perform. 
The exhibition gala will also include entertaining performances by members of the Montreal Symphony Orchestra and Cirque Eloise. We also have an update from Anastasia Olson. Actually, this week, she posted on Instagram the following message. I'm overwhelmed with emotions and love from everyone over the last week. I felt every single prayer and it's helped me get through this scary time. I can't help but feel so blessed. My heart sends so much love to you all. And if I've learned anything, it's to never take life for granted. We continue to wish Anastasia our best as she continues to recover from the injury, which was result of an accident while on tour with Disney on Ice. Well, we may be getting excited about going to the World Championships, but the World Junior Championships are taking place this week in Taipei. I wanted to point out that the ISU will stream this event on their YouTube channel. We'll share that link in the show notes. You may notice that there are no athletes from mainland China taking place in the World Junior Championships this year. The National Winter Games of China, which is are held every four years in Inner Mongolia, it's a senior competition that includes ISU junior age eligible skaters, ends tomorrow, or actually the day this of it, this episode drops. Uh, the Chinese Federation may have just decided not to send their athletes. Um, I'm not really sure why they're not sending any, but um, yeah, we wanted to point that out. I'm, yeah, I'm just really not sure. It's hard for development to pull your team and keep them from competing. So. Well, we will start with the men here. Only two of the junior Grand Prix finalists medalists and two of the youth Olympic medalists will compete in the men's event. Uh, Japan's Ryo Nakata won the junior Grand Prix final Um, and was fifth at the Youth Winter Olympics. This is his first Junior Worlds, going in kind of as maybe the favorite here. Um, But we have Adam Higara of Slovakia. He's competing at both Junior Worlds and Worlds. He's another one of those athletes doing both. Um, He was second at the Youth Olympics and third at the Junior Grand Prix Final. He was 14th at last year's Junior Worlds. Yan Hao... Dwayne Lee, who made history taking New New Zealand's first Youth Olympics medal in figure skating. He won the bronze. He failed to make the free skate at last year's Junior Worlds, but he's kind of coming in now with that confidence from the Youth Olympics. So we may see him on the podium at uh, Junior Worlds. Team USA's Jacob Sanchez, who was fourth at the Youth Olympics, he was first after the shore program at the Youth Olympics, if you may recall. He will make his Junior Worlds debut. Daniel Martinoff, who qualified for the Junior Grand Prix Final, will look to improve on his 10th place at last year's Junior Worlds. We have Francis Francois Poinot, who was fifth at the Junior Grand Prix Final, will look to improve on his 12th place finish at last year's event. And Italy's Raphael Francesco Z was sixth at the Youth Olympics, and he was 22nd at the 2023 Junior Worlds. So hopefully he will have a better performance here at Junior Worlds. But those are just some of the guys competing in Taipei. 
Well, moving over to the women's event, two of the 2023 Junior World Championship medalists will compete in this women's event. The rivalry that we have seen the past two seasons, basically, is going to continue. Japan's Mashimata looks to win her second consecutive Junior World title. She has won all but one event that she's competed in this season. She won the Youth Olympics. She won the Junior Grand Prix Final. The only exception where she didn't win was the Japanese Nationals, where she won her second consecutive bronze medal. She will still be too young for senior next season, so maybe she'll be going for three. (laughs) (laughs) The reigning Junior World Silver Medalist, Jia Shin of Korea, will look to win her first Junior World title. She has been second to Shimada at both the Youth Olympics and the Junior Grand Prix Final. Rina Uizono of Japan won the bronze at the Junior Grand Prix Final. She will be competing here. The twins, Yujae and Yusong Kim, will compete in the World Junior Championships. Yusong was fourth at the Youth Olympics and the Junior Grand Prix Final, and Yujae was fourth at Junior Worlds last year. Team USA's Josephine Lee, who won the silver at the U.S. Championships, is looking to have a better outing this year. She was 19th last year. And Sherry Zhang was 6th at the Youth Olympics. And rounding out the roster of medal hopefuls, Kaya Ruder, the Canadian national champion, was 11th at the Youth Olympics. Well, moving on to the pairs, Anastasia Malakina and Luca Baruvala of Georgia won the Junior Grand Prix Final and the Silver Medal at the European Championships. The Silver at Euros is their only loss of the season. They are the heavy favorites coming into this event. Canada's Ava Kemp and Yotan Lizarov, the Junior Grand Prix Final Silver Medalists, won their national junior title in January. Canada had three teams at the Junior Grand Prix Final, but only have two spots at Junior Worlds. Martina Arino-Kent and Charlie Liberante Laurent, fourth at the Junior Grand Prix Final, finished second at Nationals and earned the spot. Kemp and Elizarov were sixth at Junior Worlds last year. Valetta Sorova and Ivan Kopita are last year's World Junior Bronze Medalists. They were sixth at the Junior Grand Prix Final. The team is spending their training time in Germany and Italy. Now, Team USA's Olivia Flores and Luke Wang finished fifth at the Junior Grand Prix Final. They won nationals. They are going to be joined by Naomi Williams and Lachlan Luer and Adele Zhang and Andy Dang. Williams and Luer were seventh at last year's World Junior Championships. And moving on to ice dance. All three medalists from the Junior Grand Prix Final will compete here. Leah Nesset and Artem Markalov of the U.S. are favorites for gold. Israel's Elizabeth Kachenko and Alexei Kolakov and Daria Grimm and Mikhail Savitsky of Germany rounded out that podium and are in the medal hunt at this competition. Also competing, Ashley Slatter and Adel Angay Perez of Great Britain, who finished fourth at both Junior Grand Prix last fall and look to improve on their 18th place finish at last year's event. They are the 2024 Youth Olympic Bronze Medalists. Italy's Naomi Tali and Noah Lafanara recently won Enya Dance Trophy, where they improved on their total score by nearly 20 points. 
Team USA is also represented by Yali Peterson and Jeffrey Chen, who were at the Junior Grand Prix Final, and Eliana Peel and Ethan Peel, who posted one of the uh, top 10 scores for junior uh, performances this season. After starting the season with a sixth place finish at Cup of Austria, Irina Pidgaina and Artem Koval of Ukraine have since been undefeated. Switzerland's Gina Zender and Beta Leon Sieber will compete at both the World Junior and Senior World Championships. They last competed at a Junior Worlds in 2020. Three Canadian teams will compete at their first World Junior Championships, including Leila Veyon and Alexander Brandeis, the new Canadian Junior Champions, Chloe Nguyen and Brendan Jiang, and Elisa Korneva and Kira McDonald. Now, Brendan Jiang competed at this competition last year uh, with a different partner. Angelina Kudryatseva and Ilya Karenkovic are back after missing most of the season due to a practice collision at the JGP in Austria. Angelina required surgery and had two broken bones, and this is their first event back. My last item of note, France did something a little different. Um, their national junior champions, Ombre Giannassini and Samuel Blanc Claperman, went to the Youth Olympics and they won gold there. They're not going to be competing at the World Junior Championships. France kind of spread out their international assignments. So Selena Fragi and Jean-Hans Fernot, who won the silver medal at French Nationals, will compete as well as Dania Muadin and Theo Bico. Well, we will have our coverage of the World Junior Championships in next week's episode. And we're looking forward to watching as much as we can, given the time difference is going to be a little hard um, for us, but we'll watch as much as we can. So good luck to everyone. One of the cool things is that the ISU YouTube channel is going to stream it, so it will be easy to go back yes. and rewatch things, because those performances yes. usually will stay up for quite a while. Well, moving on to our event results, um, I did watch quite a bit of the U.S. Synchronized Championships that took place this past week in Las Vegas. Um, so for those of you who went to Skate America in 2021 um, and I believe 2019 um, too, you recognized uh, that it was Orleans Arena was where um, the U.S. Synchronized Championships took place. So we'll start with the seniors, the Haydenettes, the most decorated synchronized skating team in U.S. figure skating history, punched their ticket to the world championships in Croatia by winning their 31st U.S. title, their 14th straight gold. So they have represented Team USA at every world championships that there's been. So um, congrats to the Haydenettes. The Skyliners won the silver medal with their best ever score. This is also their best result since 2020, and they'll be joining the Hayden Nets at Worlds. Um, Miami University took home the bronze. They have finished in the top three for the third straight year. Adrian College secured the pewter medal for the second time in the last three years. Miami University has been named as the first alternate for Worlds with Adrian College as the second alternate, and those were the only four teams that competed in the senior event. 
Senior Elite 12, Hayden Select of the Skating Club of Boston won its second straight Senior Elite 12 title um, in the discipline's only second season at the U.S. Synchronized Skating Championships. The Hackettes of the Ann Arbor Figure Skating Club took home the silver medal, and this was their first time they they competed in the Senior Elite 12 um, at Nationals. In the junior event, Teams Elite won its first ever U.S. junior title, beating six-time national champions, the Skyliners. So Team Elites punched their ticket to the World Junior Synchronized Championships, taking place in Switzerland on March 15th to the 16th. The Skyliners will join them at Junior Worlds as they earn the silver medal in Vegas. They were fourth after the short program and jumped up to claim the silver medal. Team Image and the Lekats claimed bronze and pewter respectively. Now, fun fact, both teams, Elite and the Skyliners, have won a medal at the World Junior Championships before. In 2022, they made history when the Skyliners won the silver and Team Teams Elite won the bronze, marking the first time two U.S. teams brought home medals from the same worlds. The Skyliners enter Junior Worlds as the reigning world bronze medalist. The Lekettes are first alternates and Team Image is second alternate. Now, Teams Elite became the first team to sweep Junior, Novice, Intermediate, and Juvenile levels. So, very cool there. And another interesting thing we were all watching, I know Anne and I were, Naomi Langstrong, five-time U.S. champion in ice dance, competed at the U.S. Synchronized Championships with her synchro team in the Masters Division. They finished third, and this was Naomi's first nationals in more than 20 years. So very cool, very exciting for Naomi. And we'll have all of the results for the Synchro Championships in our show notes. Well, moving on to the Challenge Cup that took place in Tilburg, the Netherlands. In the men's event, Kazakhstan's Mikhail Shadrov moved up from second after the short program to win the free skate and the gold medal. Japan's Tatsuya Saboy and Kazuki Tomono won the silver and bronze, respectively. In the women's event, Kaori Sakamoto of Japan moved up from second in the short to win gold over Yuna Aoki. Lorene Schild of France claimed the bronze. In pairs, Sarah Conti and Niccolo Macchi of Italy won the gold, 22 points ahead of fellow Italians and 2024 European champions Lucrezia Bacari and Matteo Goris. And Camille Kovalev and Pavel Kovalev of France won the bronze. In dance, Francis Luisia de Moge and Theo Lemercier took home the gold medal, nearly 10 points ahead of Spain's Olivia Smart and Tim Deke. Alicia Fabri and Paul Eyre, who were last-minute replacements for Marjorie Lajoie and Zachary Laga, took the bronze medal. There were also events contested at the junior and advanced novice levels. We will include those in our show notes, as well as results for... The Bellum Memorial, the Murano Ice Trophy, Canadian Novice Championships, and uh, a few others that we have. Well, moving on to recent interviews, People Magazine had a couple articles. I think if you pick up the print edition, it's a big full spread with Scott Hamilton. 
Um, but online, there are three separate articles that Scott Hamilton is choosing not to treat his third braid tumor. That was one article. Uh, Scott Hamilton is sharing why he is the luckiest man alive and why Scott and Tracy Hamilton adopted siblings orphaned in the 2020 Haitian earthquake. So the Brown Daily Herald included an article where Vincent Joe, who is in the class of 2026, says the fight for clean sport is not over. And he talks about doping, skating, and his Olympic gold win. Well, our friend Ryan at the Skating Guard blog has an article with about talking toller with Philippa Cranston Barron. The Philadelphia Inquirer has an article about Isabella Vito and Amber Glenn, where competitors are not always rivals. Well, the Albany Times Union had an interview with Mariah Bell. Uh, Mariah performed at the outdoor rink in Albany. Olympics.com has an article on Gracie Gold as she wrestles a path to the Olympic dream and shares how dark days shaped her in her new memoir. So NPR, CBS News, and a couple outlets had about Howard University's ice skating team that made history this past weekend. Very cool story there. Um, a lot of media covered it, so definitely check those out. U.S. Figure Skating Fan Zone had a couple of articles ahead of Synchro Nationals. Skyliners turn their focus inward as they strive for a world championship berth. And intentionality and communication spells success for Lexettes. Also, Golden Skate had an article on Luisia Demoge and Theola Mercier talks about scaling new heights. It's a video interview. And Europe on Ice talked to the siblings, Alexander and Mikhail Selefko. So moving on to social media updates, Benjamin Mimar announced that he has a new partner. He is now training with Fiona Bombardier, and they are coached by Bruno Marcotte and Andrew Evans. Well, two-time U.S. champion Alyssa Liu teased a video today of an announcement on March 1st at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We don't know what that announcement is, but we will, just like everybody else, wait and see and, of course, bring it to you next week on the show. Vice President Kamala Harris congratulated the Howard University figure skating team on Twitter. And so I have a little personal social media story. My friend was um, in, you know, February break. She was down in Tampa and she went to the Bush Gardens Tampa and they had an ice skating show. And of course, she posted photos on social media and she said she thought of me, you know, and she thought, well, well, maybe you might know some of the skaters in the show. So I looked through her photos. Sure enough. 2017 U.S. champion Haven Denny is performing in the Bush Gardens Tampa show. So I told my friend she saw a U.S. champion and she thought the show was great. She said you could definitely tell the skaters in the show were, you know, top notch skaters. Um, I didn't recognize anybody else, but I'm sure there are some recognizable skaters in that show as well. Well, moving on, as we've already talked about, as far as upcoming events for the week, there is one major event for the week. As we're counting down to the end of the season, the World Junior Championships will be taking place from February 26th through March 3rd in Taipei City. 
That brings us to the end of our planned content. Gina, can you let folks know where they can find us? Well, you can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com on social media, including the site formerly known as Twitter, at thiswkinskating, Facebook, Instagram, and threads, it's thisweekinskating. We love your feedback or your questions. You can reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying our episodes, please join our Patreon community. We're at patreon.com slash thisweekinskating. Before we sign off, we like to shine a lens on the things going on at icedance.com and figure skaters online. Over at IDC, I have photos from Challenge Cup. I have Bella Danik's blog from the solo dance camp that took place in Allen, Texas. I have another blog from another participant, and those are coming in so later this week. We have Mateo's article on the status of the Court of Arbitration for Sport Decisions and the medal announcements from the ISU, where things stand. And I have photos from Canadian Novice Championships. Those are coming. Some of them are out more coming this week. Gina, what's going on? (laughs) So Mara did a feature on Luke Wang and John Marvella on how they skated in two disciplines at the U.S. Championships. I sat down with Josephine Lee in Columbus and got to know a little bit more about her. So there is my article with Josephine, who is competing this week at Junior Worlds. Lynn Rutherford talked with Olivia Flores and Luke Wang about their partnership in advance of the Junior World Championships this week. I recapped the synchronized figure skating championships that took place in Las Vegas. And coming this week is photos from the lights on You Show in Torino. Um, Photographer Giada went to that, and so I'm going to be posting her photos this week. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have an ice week!